You're listening to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee. I'm a spiritual life and business mentor, helping you create a life of freedom and purpose. On this podcast, we chat all things mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. My job is to teach you how to believe in yourself, connect to yourself spiritually, and go after your big dreams. Girl, let's do the damn thing. Hello, welcome to the Canon Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah, and I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm really excited today to chat with you about boundaries. Such an important topic, such a difficult topic to navigate. We're going to make boundaries a little bit easier today. We're going to make them a growth experience as well, which is super, super important. So the reason that I feel like setting boundaries is such a challenge is because we, especially as women, tend to deal with a lot of people pleasing. We gain our acceptance as little girls. We're, we're taught um, we're taught to be liked and accepted by being nice, right? Um, we, we want to be nice and kind and sweet, and that's what we get rewarded for as little girls. And... Um, you know, we're not taught as much about like being brave as little boys are. And, and uh, you know, it's all just it's just all how we are raised, really. Um, I think that a lot of it also has to do with with the generations that came before us. So I know for me, I grew up with a mom who was so kind and so giving and she wanted nothing more than her husband and children to be happy right and she she was the she was the role of the martyr she was the role of making sacrifices for her kids and for her her husband that's how she was um when it came down to if there was like a small amount of a certain food left it was always given to to us as the kids and to my dad it was she never would have like taken it if it was the last cookie or what, you know what I mean? It was very much like constantly sacrificing herself for us. And that's, that's okay. Like that was her being what she thought was the most helpful. And, and it, and it was like a really nice way that she was. And her mom grew up during the great depression. So we can only imagine the sacrifices that people had to make and, and, kind of growing up in that era, I'm sure transferring that then to your children and the cycle goes on and on. So, um, you know, many women today are still making sacrifices for their kids and their husbands and allowing those people to come first in their lives and others in their lives too. A lot of the time we end up putting friends first, putting relatives, family, whoever before us, putting other needs first. We're kind of, it's kind of ingrained in us by now that that's how we're going to be accepted. That's what we have to do to be liked and approved of. And that's such an innate human desire to be liked and approved of. We're going to do whatever it takes to get that approval. And as women, this is what we've decided is necessary. So then we are left as people pleasers. If I had to say that I had like a number one like struggle, it would be people pleasing still to this day. Um, I notice it with wanting to please friends, not wanting to let people down, not wanting to um, disappoint anybody, you know, wanting to, it comes into my business. I notice with, with like clients and potential clients and wanting to just make sure everything is, is perfect for them and make sure I don't ever have to like tell them no, you know, it was really hard for me as a manager. It's just been a big part of my life. And it's something that 
um, I'm still working on, on kind of letting go of, um, I've come a long way, but it's still, it's still there. And it can make setting boundaries really hard. So I've kind of developed a system that I want to share with you guys on how to set some boundaries as it pertains to doing things you don't want to do, right? Uh, the boundaries that we're talking about, it can be a lot of different things. It can be spending time with people. Um, it can be how to decide who to spend time with. It can be um, making decisions for your career, for your with your children. It can be making decisions on how you eat. A lot of the times um, we tend to do things and live a certain way because others expect it of us, right? And we tend to not want to like shake the rattle the boat when other people want to do something one way and we want to do something a different way. And so setting boundaries and being really clear about what we expect is how we can make sure we're living life for us and make sure we're living the life that we truly want to live instead of living for other people. And as we live the life that we want to live, we're teaching others to do the same. We're teaching other people to follow their hearts too. And that's really, really, really important. So the first step that I want to outline is getting really, really, really clear about what the heck we want. What is it that we want in our life? This should be something that you're journaling frequently, writing out how you want your life to be. How do you want your relationships to be? How do you want your interactions with family to be? Um, with friends, with how you spend your time, with how you eat, with how you live your life? What are the boundaries you want to set around your own energy? And getting just as clear as you can on what that ultimate life looks like. So when we start to do that, we start to train our brain to be on the lookout for that. When we set intentions, when we create visions, our brain starts to be on the lookout to create that life. And so it's really, really important to get clear on what exactly that is. We don't want this to be vague. We want this to be crystal clear. So when you're writing out this vision, write it out as if there's no limitations because there are no limitations. We create limitations. Limitations are of the mind. They're based on old programming and old patterns and the environments that we've grown up in and the environment we're in now. They're based on what you see friends and family doing right now. They're not actually real. So leave limitations off the table. Write out your vision as if you could have any life you want. What would that life look like? That's going to help you to see where there are some boundaries that maybe need to be set and how maybe you need to be spending your energy differently in order to create what you want. The next step is going to be committing to that vision. You can make any changes you want in this life. You can do anything that you want. It requires waking up every morning and deciding you're going to live your life that way and setting the intentions of living your life this way, setting the intentions of changing whatever it is you want to change, of being who you want to be, of being in the vibe of what you want so you can manifest that into your life. Asking God or the universe, um, your higher self, source, whatever registers with you, asking for guidance. When we ask for guidance and we start our day saying, God, show me the way. Show me how I might create this change in my life with my health. Show me how I might find a new career path. Show me how I might improve my relationship. When we set that intention and we ask for guidance that way, we're opening ourselves up to see the opportunities, to see the doors that are open. 
when we don't do that, when we don't allow ourselves to ask these questions of our mind, we end up blocking ourselves. We end up seeing that doors are closed. But the brain works in such a way that when you ask it a question, it automatically starts to look for that answer for you. It does that behind the scenes. So take advantage of that. Ask for guidance and set the intention of how you want to live your life. Okay, so step three is going to be doing the damn thing. It's going to be doing the uncomfortable. So I'm going to give an example of one of the biggest kind of boundaries that I ever set in my life. And so when I was 24, I got engaged to my husband. And um, he was my boyfriend at the time, obviously. And then now he's my husband. Uh, We got engaged. And we were like, we wanted to buy a house. Um, We really wanted to buy a house. And we had some money for a down payment for a house. We didn't have money for a down payment for a house and to pay for a wedding. So that was the first part of, okay, what do we want to do here? We want to be married, but we don't really feel like spending $10,000, $20,000 for one day to have a party. Like it just didn't really, it really didn't feel like something we wanted to do. I started kind of looking into planning a small wedding, you know, even one like in my backyard, just keeping it small. And then it just felt like, okay, but who would come? And I'm, I'm personally not a big planner. I don't like to plan. Um, especially the type of planning that goes into a wedding. It just, to me, didn't sound fun. It didn't sound fun to spend a year planning a one-day event. Um, I just was like, why would I do that? So that was when it, things became difficult because I started telling people, I think we're just going to elope. I think we're just going to fly to Florida and get married on the beach by ourselves. And people were not happy. Um, my family wasn't happy. You know, his family wasn't particularly happy. Um, friends even had some objections. You know, people expect you to have a wedding because it's what people in our society do, right? They may not even know why they want you to have a wedding. It's it's just that's what everybody does, right? And so we started to kind of set the stage that we were going against the grain, and it was really difficult to have to tell everybody, hey, like. I'm sorry that you'd prefer for me to have a wedding, but I don't want to do that. And it's, it's my choice. Like, you know, it's my money. It's my time to spend. It's, it's my choice. And and both of us agreed. We just really didn't feel like doing it. And it was really, really hard. And I was afraid I would regret it because weddings are such a big deal in our society. And what if I regretted not having a wedding? And, um, you know, I felt a little bit sorry for myself. You know, everybody else has a wedding and I'm not going to have one. And, whatever, but I made the choice that felt right in my heart. And at the end of the day, we loved what we did. We flew to Florida. We got married on the beach. Um, it was just us. We like went with an elopement package. So like online, you can look up like elopement packages and it's like a photographer and an officiant and they just marry you on the beach and take a bunch of pictures of you. And then we stayed in a hotel and then we woke up the next morning and went on a cruise for our honeymoon, which was so much fun. And we loved it. We loved the intimacy of it. We loved the simplicity of it. We loved just like the chillness. And our wedding day wasn't stressful. It was nothing stressful about it. It was not about talking to a bunch of people that you don't even really talk to in in life, right? It wasn't about pleasing others or making others happy. It was just about us and our love. And it was amazing. (laughs) Um, So 
that was one of the first times that I made a big decision to go against the grain and really set a boundary with people and decide to do things my way. And it worked out really well. So there's times when in life we, we need to really make the choice that aligns with our soul, that we feel in our gut is the right decision to make. Well, let me take a moment real quick to tell you about the latest healthy hack that's made its way into my life. A couple months ago, I was searching for K-cups that were half-calf and I couldn't find anything. I love coffee and I sometimes need a second cup in the afternoon, but too much caffeine makes it hard for me to fall asleep at night. I'm out here trying to live my best life and sustainable energy is a huge part of that. When I finally found Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee, I was like, okay, let me give this a try. It has half a cup of organic coffee, and then the magical part is mushroom extracts. Chaga mushroom and lion's meat are added for a boost of energy without the crash of coffee and immune support too. I was definitely skeptical at first because I really didn't expect it to taste very good. And I also thought that it wouldn't energize me the way that coffee does, but it totally did. And I don't experience the crash right after lunch like I did with regular coffee. So if you're ready to give it a try, head to the link in the show notes and use code CANDID for 10% off. Full disclaimer, I found and tried this coffee on my own, unsolicited, and then decided to partner up with them. This is a product I genuinely love and I wanted to share because I'm a believer that too much caffeine really can contribute to energy crashes and anxiety. So once again, that code is CANDID and you're saving 10%. And then this brings us into <laughs> step number four. There's times when we're going to donate our energy. So step four is deciding when to donate our energy. And what does that mean? That means there are times when we may choose to prioritize other people. Um, this could be prioritizing your spouse and, and maybe doing things that they want to do that you don't want to do, right? It could, mean, it could mean supporting a friend in need when maybe that friend is draining on your own energy or the expectation of that friend is it's something you don't want to do. Um, it could be doing something with, with your children that you don't want to do, but they're your children. So you're going to prioritize that, right? There's different times in life when it makes sense uh, to donate our energy. And the reason I call it donating our energy is because this takes away the expectation that every single thing we do in life is going to benefit us and that we're getting something from it, and that everything's going to be fun, and everything's good, right? That's not the reality of life. The reality of life is that sometimes you're going to spend time with people that bother you. Sometimes you're going to donate your time and your energy to a, a different cause, right? To supporting your significant other when they want to do something with their family, and you're going to be there to do that with them. And maybe it's not going to be super fun for you, but you're donating your energy to your spouse in that time. And they do the same for you, right? So it's it's a different way of looking at it where instead of thinking, oh, man, now I have to do this today and everybody's just pulling on me and I don't want to do that. It's like, okay, I have a choice. I'm an adult. I have a choice. Am I going to go? Am I not going to go? We have a choice. Sometimes we're going to decide to make the choice that supports someone else and what someone else wants. And that allows us to let go of that expectation. It allows us to let go of that like annoyedness of it because we're just using it as an act of service. We're donating our energy. We're helping someone. We're being supportive. We're choosing to spend our energy doing that today. 
And so I think this is just a really positive way of looking at these different circumstances. And then it becomes a balancing act between when are we going to prioritize us, ourselves and our energy and do the things that we want to do? And when are we going to prioritize helping someone else and donating our energy? You know, maybe there's a friend that is going through something and they're they're needing a lot from you right now. And you don't want to spend time with them, but maybe sometimes you you decide, you know what, I am going to donate some energy to this person. And then you let go of that feeling of annoyance and frustration. And not only that, but I want to, to I want you to start thinking about when you're when you're donating your energy, when you're spending time with people you don't want to spend time with, when you're doing things you don't necessarily want to do, can we start to look at it? as a growth experience? Can we start to look at it where we're letting go? We're just completely letting go in that moment. We're letting go of the annoyance, the frustration, whatever is there, whatever feelings of resistance are there. And we're letting life be. Because life is going to be full of people who annoy us, uh, frustrating situations, obstacles, things we don't want to do. Life is full of those things. We can choose to be annoyed at everything. We can choose to be angry. We can choose to be mad. Or we can choose to let go. We can choose to use these negative, and I use quotations around negative, because sometimes things seem negative only to turn out to have worked out in our favor, right? So we don't always know if something's negative or not. But we can use these experiences as a way to practice letting go, embracing the flow of life, riding the waves of life. And that means when we come up against obstacles and random annoying things happen and our tire pops when we're on the highway or, you know, whatever negative things come up, we can learn to flow with it instead of pushing against it. So use the times when you decide to donate your energy. Use those times to practice letting go and just breathing through it and letting go and letting the situation be what it is, accepting it for what it is. If it's something we can't change or we're choosing not to change it, which is often the case, but we don't acknowledge that. So acknowledge when you're choosing not to change something too and allow it to be something you accept. Accepting life as it is, is so important because life is as it is. Life is not always going to go our way. And we can't let our happiness lie in, in the circumstances of life. We will not be happy if we let our happiness be dependent on our circumstances. We will be happy if we learn to let go and accept life as it comes, which is possible. <laughs> It is so possible to learn to live life this way, where your happiness comes from within versus from outside circumstances. So in other words, you're not going to just be happy when things are going your way. You're not going to only be happy when you're doing the things you want to do. And you're not going to be happy if anything's going a way that feels like it's not going in your favor. You're going to be happy because you're deciding to be happy and you're deciding to accept what is in life, learning to flow with life. It is a choice and it is a grand choice and it is a choice that will profoundly impact your happiness and not only your happiness, but your health because it reduces stress and anxiety. 
It's going to improve your focus and your ability to concentrate because you're letting go of the overthinking behind it all, right? It's going to open you up as a channel, a clear channel to manifest what you want into life. So it's really, really important to use these opportunities where you're deciding to donate your energy and do something you don't want to do. And you're going to let go of the expectations around it. You're going to accept what it is. And you're going to learn to let it be and let go. Oh, it's such a powerful process. It's changed my life so, so, so much. If there's one thing I've done on my entire mindset journey that has impacted my life in the most profound way, it is learning to let go. It is learning to be in a a state of flowing with life. And it's learning to not let my happiness lie in the hands of others or lie in the hands of the circumstances around me. Okay, so time to get really, really clear. Let's go through those steps for like real quick. So the first step is getting really, really clear about what we actually want our life to look like. Outlining that, writing that down as if no limitations exist, getting really clear. Step two is going to be committing to that vision, waking up every day and saying, this is the life I get to live. I get to live this way. Um, God, how would you help me live this way? Asking for guidance, opening up our mind to look for opportunities for us. Step three is doing the uncomfortable, practicing saying no to people, practicing setting boundaries, right? Step four is deciding when to donate our energy and seeing it that way, practicing when you make a decision to do something you don't want to do, or maybe sometimes you have to do something you don't want to do. Look at it like donating your energy and see the difference that that can make and feel the acceptance and feel yourself let go. Okay, I hope this episode was super helpful. If it was, do me a huge favor, take a screenshot of this, share it on Instagram stories, and tag me. I'm at candid.confidence, and that just helps me spread the word. And if you haven't done so yet, I would love it if you guys would drop me a rating or review. Get some karma points for yourself, right? Spread the abundance, spread the love. And uh, I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in and I will see you next week. 